Welcome to the official podcast of ToyPhotographers.com, where we talk to photographers from around the globe about turning action figures, Lego, miniatures, and more into fantastic works of art. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Toy Photographers Podcast. My name is Sabrina Perry, and I'm here today with Chris Perry, otherwise known as the Creative Chip. No, we're not married, not related, but yes, we're both Filipino. <laughs> American. Chris is a cinematographer, a videographer, and of course, a toy photographer. Chris, thank you for joining me on the podcast. Jeez, that was a good intro. Thank you, Sabrina. I am glad to be chatting with you. I, pre- I appreciate you reaching out. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm, I'm glad you're here. And I also, also like the fact that we have the same last name is just so funny to me because I like did not, I didn't realize it until I was like gathering information about you to when like I asked you to join the podcast and I was like, right. oh, we have the same last name. Wait, so did you find out my last name through uh, It Can't Be That Bad? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, because they they will be super happy to hear that other people are, are listening to them. So that's shout out to it can't be that bad. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. If you yeah, if you haven't heard of it, it can't be that bad. It's a YouTube show and a podcast about yeah. movies that yeah. can't be that bad. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> you check it out. Chris has been on a couple of episodes, which is part part of the reason why I mentioned that I learned his last name was Perry. Um, you, as you're called on Instagram and YouTube, it's the creative chip. Why call it the creative chip? Dang. Okay. Make it, it's, it's going to get a little sad real fast. I I get asked this question all the time and it's like, it's a valid question. Everyone's curious about, uh, people's username, but my nickname is chip and my grandfather gave me that nickname. And when I was coming up, when I found out toy about toy photography, I was like, I want to go with a different alias, but it's yeah. funny because people still call me Chris, but it's totally fine. But I wanted to go with something else just to kind of separate myself from the real world. So I was like, I'll just go with chip. And the creative part was just like, I'm a creative person. I like to say, and yeah. I, I made a promise to my grandfather, like moments before he was passing away that I would just be as creative as possible because he was like super supportive with all of my random ideas and creative outlets. And I was just like, let's just go with that. And now I'm rocking with it. So it's, it's, it's like anytime I hear people call me Chip, it automatically reminds me of my grandpa. So it's like, it's, it's really cool. It's really cool. That's beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like, Finding out people's social media handles or like their names is there's usually a really awesome story behind it. Oh yeah. I'm glad you shared it. Well, for me too, it's like, I love, like, I don't know about you, but I, I, I have trouble remembering people's like username or actual name. So like anytime I like see a photo, like if someone comments, I try to be like, okay, this person is Matt or this is like their real name is Adam or blah, 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 blah. So Right. The whole user and some people I just know by username. So I think it's funny. I get it. I get it. Cause for a while I was like, Oh I, yeah. Like I didn't know your name. I just right. know you as the creative chip. So like, uh, and then for a while before I really started to get to know all the other toy photographers, uh, through the podcast and then just actually coming out of my shell and talking to people, I would just know their handle 
and I wouldn't know their name or even the people behind it. So um, having people to talk to on the podcast and you get to really know them. And then when you start messaging people um, on Instagram or even on YouTube or wherever um, you're interacting with other people, it's great. So you really get to know them. It's, it's cool. And then it eventually opens the door to do stuff like this, like chat it up. I know, you know, face to face is hard, but virtual face to face, it's, it's been pretty cool to actually put a face to the creator. So yeah, yeah, that's been a, a, one of my favorite parts is just talking. (laughs) (laughs) My, my, actually mine too, even though it's like a lot of it is about the photography for me. Uh, I don't know about you. Is it more about the photography or the toys? Oh, photography, hundred percent. Yeah, I, I, I feel like I'm going to get flack for this, but I've always thought this, and I'm going to say it. So, toy photographers, say what you want, but like, <laughs> I could, I could throw away most of my toys and photograph one toy and just be cool with it. I'm not. I get I'm, that. I'm not like attached to any of them. It's like, I think lately I've shifted and. I've been wanting to tell more stories outside of like comic books or movies. So I've been very keen on don't depend on the toys, depend on just being a photographer and telling a story. Yeah. Do you, so do you come up with your stories first then like the concepts of your photos before you pick a toy? Now I do. Originally it was like, all right, I have Superman. What do I do with Superman? What are his abilities? And blah, 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 blah. And now it's like, I want to take a photo about a painter. So I'll just start ripping out toys heads and just making up, making my own painter from scratch. Uh, And I find more enjoyment in that because it's, if you're scrolling, it's easy to sometimes get lost and see the same kind of photo. Like, Granted, they're all amazing photos, but I like to see something that kind of stops me and be like, "Like, what is what's going on here? What is this? I've never seen this before." And and it's just yeah, it's just more enjoyable to be like, "This is more so an original piece rather than something that I I may see in the future someone else do." Sure, like you're creating some concept or story from your mind using toys or whatever you have right and just creating something different than just like another captain america or another thor, thor picture or something right right how is it how is it for you like when you take your photos is it the toys um, that inspire or are you also like kind of like the concept inspires the photo similar to you i originally just started with like whatever toys i had i would just I'd see like a crack on the ground and then I'd put Thor's hammer there. And I, that's kind of where it's are. Originally the concept uh, for people who don't know, originally the concept for my Instagram page, the, the Perry Lego adventures is because I was recreating mine and my husband's life in Lego. That is so cool. So that was the original idea. That's why it's called the Perry Lego adventures. And then after I kind of got done telling the, the original concept, which was just like recreating our life in Lego, I had taken all those photos. It started to just get so much, it turned into something else, like something so much more than I thought it was going to be. And I just kept going and trying new things. And I would 
kind of follow the hashtags other toy photographers were doing and I would just, oh, I'll try and do that. And then I would, I would just like fully immerse myself in like trying to take all black and white photos or trying to whatever the challenge was, because like, for me, it's a lot more about the photography than it is the toys. That's why I pretty much really just stick to one type of toy because I'm trying to come up with other things or try and better my photography and that's that's why it just happens to be toys yeah that's which awesome. i love i love that concept that that every day kind of like try to recreate something uh did it did you ever feel like it, it was like getting stagnant for you that's why you were like i want to try something else beyond just trying to recreate every day or was it uh well originally like yeah it was like recreating a thing and then what would happen is I would have a concept in my head that I knew I couldn't really accomplish with what I had around me. And so I started to just, instead of recreate, try try and just make that feeling or that emotion or uh, that same sort of sense come up, come through. It's like really similar to when they decide to change like something from a book when they turn it into a movie because it just makes more sense in a movie form for that to happen instead of the same way it would happen in a book, but it's the same feeling or emotion or concept. And so that's what started to happen to me as I kept going. That's so cool. Yeah. And last, I guess this is also going to get sad, but since you shared a sad, sad story, I'll kind of share something similar is so in, Back in 2019, I like two of my cousins passed away in a really close friend. Um, two of them were from brain cancer and the other the other cousin, he went for a hike. Uh, he was a avid hiker and photographer of like nature. He went for a, a hike and he um, went missing and he got caught in a winter storm. Jeez. And he passed. And uh, two of them were very into photography and the third person was just really into the same nerdy comic book hero, like just kind of all of, all of them combined kind of like shared a lot of stuff that I enjoy. And I was just very depressed in like towards the end of 2019 because it kind of just happened like throughout the whole year. And I, so I made this, uh, promise in 2020 that I was going to uh, do something for myself to make me happy. And that's why I did the toy photography. It, when I was originally started doing it, it was, it was fun for me. And so I decided to keep going. And um, I said, Oh, in 2020, I'm going to take one photo a day, take 15 minutes of my day to do something that makes me happy. Um, and so I did that. And it was the first time that I really did my new year's resolution. But at, at the time, I didn't really realize, like, what it meant. I was just kind of going through the motions. But now that I think back on it, it was for me, but it was also something that, like, kind of helped me keep in touch with them in, like, one small way. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's heavy. Yeah, I, I, was, I know. I, I'm sorry to hear about your cousins and your, your friend. That's Yeah. It's a, it's, it's a process, right? And so... Yeah. Uh, toy photography has like really helped 
because it's just creative and uh, all the people that I've met yeah. are just really cool. And even though they don't, you, you don't know what they're going through or what you're going through, what they're doing brings me joy. And like what I'm doing brings me joy. Right. Yeah. That's, that's the ironic thing about toy photography is that since we are dealing with like this, these plastic figures and stuff, we kind of forget about the human behind those plastic figures. And like, they actually like are going through real stuff. And I think you put it like as a grand example, how you were talking about, you like to capture feeling and like, like recreate a feeling or an emotion. And I think that's so beautiful and important with photography and implementing that into toy photography, because I don't think that many people dive into it that much into that aspect. I think a lot of it's more action and the pop culture aspect, which is awesome. Uh, But I think it's also cool how you can convey an emotion through toy photography. So the fact that you were diving into that and using the ones that you lost as your, your fuel is, is awesome. Yeah. It wasn't the intention, but that's kind of what ended up happening. I think you, I mean, you do the same thing though. I read all of your uh, captions underneath your posts. You do really share, share a lot about like how you've come up with the idea or like, what you are listening to, what it's about. And then um, in your photo and you like, you do capture those things. Like you did just recently post one about anxiety. Yeah. With your toga party friends. Yeah. Toga <laughs> party. Shout out. Yeah. Sh- shout out to Adam. Yeah. <laughs> Janet and uh, um, Amy. Let's Amy. Go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so I do really appreciate the fact that you, really share a lot in your in your photos and like what's behind or the story behind your photos yeah that's something i feel like i've always struggled with is like i like i like people not knowing stuff about me i think most of us are like that we like to keep to ourselves yeah but i also like the idea of sharing something that could be helpful whether it is like a technique or being like hey yo bro I've been through something similar to you. You're good because, like, you ain't alone kind of thing. So with the anxiety aspect, that's something I try, like, for the longest time. I'm I'm very private about via social media. But, like, obviously when I was going through it, I reached out and all that jazz. But, like, it's something that I don't know. I, I when Once Janin brought up the – the topic, I like, let's try to bring awareness to mental health. I was like, how, like, how, how do you do that? And honestly, it's not one, it's not one of my favorite photos, but the fact that he challenged me to share something very personal and for me to like actually do it, I like, I thanked him for actually like, Hey, like, thank you for actually like pushing me to challenge myself to bring something out of me. So Especially during, like in social media, it's 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 challenging to be vulnerable. It is. Yeah. It, yeah, it is. That's why. Thank you for coming on the podcast. Because of course, it is. It is. It can be a challenge, especially with social media and like sharing things that are really close to the chest or like to 
like to your heart that like you don't necessarily like to talk about or want to bring out to the open but I am learning and I do kind of believe I do believe that like even if it helps one person it's it's okay it's good yeah. you should um you shouldn't be afraid and that's the thing it's like with social media I I'm victim to it it's like we look at the numbers and you forget that it only takes one person like that's it. It doesn't take yeah. it. It shouldn't take a thousand people to be like, "Hey, you're good." If that one person thinks you're good, you're good. Like, if you think you're good, you're good. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. So, it's crazy. It is crazy. You're like your. So your tagline is like, "Make time for your creativity." Having like talked about like the different ways that you um, kind of go about or how your photography like changed over time, how the toy photography changed over time. Like, did it change like how you make time for your creativity or is that just like, what does it mean? What does right. it mean for you? <laughs> Man, that's a good one. Oh, uh, making time for your, I think it's like with anything else. Like I, I'm not a fan of when people make excuses. Like if you see someone who's like ripped and then you go, he just has so much time on his hands. That's like the most insulting thing you can say to someone is like, no, he's just, he knows how to make time to be better. So I think that's how I view like the creativity aspect is I like to say I'm good at photography, but I only got good because I made time for it. It's not because I have all the time in the world. It's because I was trying to be consistent. Uh, like how you said, 15 minutes, that's it. Like if yeah. it if if it only takes fifteen minutes, that's it. You're making time. That's awesome. But if you don't make time at all, it's like how do you expect to grow? So as far as like making your creativity grow, the only way to get better is to make time. So that's why I was like, I'm gonna put this as my bio. Be all fancy. <laughs> I li- I like it. I was like I was like, what does that mean? Make time for your, <laughs> your creativity. I was like. Man, Chris is deep. I'm like, a tum- I'm a Tumblr boy. I'm, I'm super deep. <laughs> There'd be like your tagline on, on my, your MySpace. <laughs> oh man, I miss MySpace so much. <laughs> the good old days, man. Oh, yeah. I yeah, I miss. I, yeah, my, those were the days. You have like different taglines in your top eight. <laughs> oh, top really? eight. Top eight was like you asking for trouble. Like if you, if you were to switch one person to a different position, it's like, all right, shots yeah. fired. <laughs> Cause you're a cinematographer or like, do you, did you like, where did you decide you were going to just start taking like behind the scenes or do your, the quick setup videos? Like, I think it was just um, like playing the game being relevant is like okay. you see TikTok happening. It's like, oh, people people want to see the process, but how do I do it in a creative way rather than just like like look at my toy and like I want to do it in a way that's like a little bit enjoyable and has a nice flow to it. Uh, so I started to do that, but originally I was I wanted to do like the YouTube videos because I yeah. I saw like shout out to Jared. Uh, Sir Dork and like he was probably like the only guy that I knew that was doing like YouTube videos and I was like I want to do something like that but my like my version and I wanted to yeah. implement 
uh, cinematography and show people like, this is what I can do. Because at the time I, I was mainly seeing people just do phone stuff, which is like right. power to you. But I, I would just wanted, I'm, I like to challenge myself. I like to like make things chat like hard. So I'm like, let's try to like actually make a, a five minute video and see, see if I could piece it together. I remember watching Sergeant Bananas on YouTube and how they oh, yeah. did like a story on him. And I was like, that's awesome. And then Richie Nose Rain, like seeing his like behind the scenes photos, like the way yeah. he did that. I love that. And I, I kind of like, I stole that kind of concept of like, let me take a nice, rather than just using my phone, just take the time to take a quick photos with my, uh, my photo camera and, do you, <laughs> I just, I, I want to tell you that I like really, really love your like YouTube videos and like your, your Instagram, like well, shorts. Yeah. I appreciate stuff. I love, I love what you do. Like, I love the fact, like I would, I, every time, anytime I have the chance to talk to someone like this on a personal level, yeah, I, I have to say like, it's, it's super cool one. Cause you're giving up time to chat it up with me, which is like, awesome. You're making time. I'm make time, time. Uh, but i think i think it's cool people like you who you're making it less about you and more about the community and that's something that i like i really want to do um so you being are a, doing it. yeah but like you, like if you never reached out to me i still probably would be like how would i do that like how uh because i like how you said earlier off off the mics of like i don't like talking about myself that much yeah. But this opens up the door for me to be like, I want to, I'm learning, basically. I'm learning from people like you, like Jason, work more or less, or yeah, uh, yeah, people that really make it about the community. So I think it's beautiful. That's why I like the toy photography community, because everyone is, it really is a community. Yeah. You can just message anyone and they're so cool. Right so forthcoming with like knowledge yeah <laughs> that's the thing like I, i've always mentioned like being like out you do f photography outside of toy photography yeah. correct so it's like i don't know if you ever encountered this i i've encountered it maybe less than five times but i've heard other photographers talk about it where there's a lot of hush hush like if you know the you know certain spot or if you know uh yeah, mainly like location. People are really right. low key on telling you where it's at because it's like that's my spot. But with toy photography, it's like, oh, you want to know how I did that? I did it like this, like that. It's very, it's like it's a community. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's so open and just willing to share, right? And enjoy it, right? But with <laughs> back to your videos, though, like, do you storyboard like? I just, I just like, it's so, they're so good. Like they're so well thought out. Like you have ridiculous cold opens for people, for people <laughs> thank, who don't know what it is. Thank you. So, who, okay. Sorry. Continue. Go ahead. For people who don't know, cold opens are like videos, like right before like a credit scene, like a pre-credit scene is kind of the best way I can describe it. Yeah. Thank you for noticing that, that, yeah, I like. Yeah, that that was my always my thing. Like how like it's like the office, you know how there's like yeah. the beginning part. They're like it's something random, and then it just goes into the episode. But I do storyboard because if I don't, it's just gonna be 
Adhop. I don't like storyboard what exactly I'm going to say. Usually I just freestyle and talk. Sure. But I'm actually because I haven't I haven't done a video in like two two to three months, and I've been itching to do another video. So I'm in the process of like storyboarding it, and what I'm figuring out is like it just takes a lot of work, and it it started yeah. to like. It, it, it kind of hurts your soul and like your ego. And I'm not a fan of my ego, but my ego exists. It's like, I put so much work and then it's like, you see like it's, it's, it's at a standstill and it's like, do I keep on putting so much work and hope for it to grow? Or do I just take mental, like take a mental break and do it whenever I want to. So I took a mental break and I was like, I have an idea that I want to do. And I'm in that process of like, Coming up yeah. with it. I, I'm, I don't know when I'm going to fil- film it, but something soon. Mental breaks are always good. It's always it's always good. Right. And then, because uh, sometimes when you come back, you know, it's better. Well, that's the thing. Taking the time. Yeah, I think, I don't know if you ever feel like this. Outside of, like, I think this could apply to anything. Even, like, going MIA from, like, your friends. But, like... If you disappear for a moment, there's that fear of like, are people going to remember? Like, are people, you know, because we live in a world where it's like, you have yeah. to every day, da, da, da. But then it's like, if I disappear, will people still know that I'm, you know, I have interest in this or da, 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 da. But r- the real ones will be there. The, the real ones will, they, yeah. they know, they know where you're at. Yeah, I used. I think before I was a little bit more concerned about consistently posting, or if I start, um, if I start creating videos or behind the scenes, like, do I have to do it all the time? Will people like miss it if I don't? Um, but I think what it is is I end up just being. If there is one, I'm happy. Yeah, and then you're even happier when th- there's like a new one that's come out because it's like special. Right. Um, if that makes sense. But if you're consistent, that's cool too. It's just all about like who you are and like what, yeah. what you want. Cause it's at the end of the day, like you are, it's for your happiness or like what you're doing is for you and you're just happen to be sharing it with. Yeah. Others. Yeah. That, yeah, I agree with that. I do also believe like you'll reach a point though. Like, I don't know if you, you know, Casey Neistat, yeah, yeah. Like how he was doing daily vlogs. Like, yeah, you'll reach a point where you're you're sacrificing a lot of stuff behind the scenes that you know could really like family. That's the biggest thing. Like yeah. him filming every day. You you're pleasing the mass, but you don't see the mass every day. You you ha- you have a wife and a kid, so it's like yeah. you have to make sure you're putting your priorities straight. So. And for me, photos, like how you were saying, it can take, sometimes it takes 15 minutes to take it and edit it. And then there's other days where it may take a little bit longer, but it's if, it's if, if if you have the creative energy to do it, I, I, that's awesome. But yeah, like your videos, ridiculous cold opens. (laughs) And I'm always like wondering, like, did he, cause so like even your little like real short ones that you have on Instagram and like the ones that you have on TikTok, which are slightly different from the ones that you have on Instagram, uh-huh. uh, like, 
do you it's like you set up the photo but then you go back and you film it as like you're placing the stuff like do you do it at the same time how like where at what point are you thinking like this is the shot that i'm gonna use in like my little film in the film that i'm filming while Uh, i'm also like actually creating like a still photo gotcha that's a good question. I'm about to reveal some secrets. No, I think, and I've <laughs> you honestly, don't have to share no, if you want to, but I like, want, I want to, because I feel like it's, it's actually super helpful. Uh, okay. I think sometimes like with the photos that I'm really proud of, yeah, I'll like reset things and okay. kind of do it from scratch. Cause I already know how to do it. It only takes maybe like 30 minutes just to do everything again. Uh, but there's also times where I just film myself tearing it, tearing it down, and then I'll just reverse it, so it okay. looks like I'm setting it up. Uh, but for the most part, you'll you'll be able to tell it's reversed because like either something starts moving and then it like stands still out of nowhere. Uh, but yeah, I find I find doing like the Instagram reels and like TikTok. TikTok's weird. I'm still trying to understand it, but like the the, the format doing that format was like okay. I'm still creating videos, but it's not as stressful as trying to do a a 15 minute, five minute video on YouTube. So at that point, it's like, I still have my mental clarity, but I still be like, Hey guys, here's a, here's another video to just show you the setup. And if you ever want to try it, basically it's right there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I was just curious. Cause like you have, Cause you're on the three platforms, which are vastly different from each other yeah. and also similar like YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, And so the different ways to like produce the same content, like it's tough. Yeah. It's tough. And it's like, at this point, I think, I think it's, we've reached a point where it's like, it's 25% talent. 85% luck in the social media <laughs> world. Like yeah. the, the way that you quote unquote, make it big, whatever that means is like sure. social media is like, look to like, you just happen to like, someone happens to have seen your work and then uh, it grows. But I, I, I like the 25% aspect. I like, I rather just be happy with what I'm creating and whatever happens happens. Yeah. Same. same. Yeah. So you were talking about Sir Dork uh-huh. and Sergeant Bananas. Is that what you started you on toy photography? And on like your first, I assume your first photo, like your caption was like, you needed a cheesy toy for your office desk. Uh-huh. And then that's what started it. Is that what is, what's the story behind that? So I, I was on YouTube and on my recommended page with Sergeant Bananas video. I don't know if you've ever seen it where he has the, like the the people from like Mythbusters or something could yeah. do like a little short on him. And I was just like, that's that's really cool. And then on this on another recommended was Jerry Business. Oh yeah. And he's he's from the Bay Area and he does a lot of it wasn't necessarily uh the photos itself. Like granted the photos were really cool. It was his mindset of taking the photos that really like inspired me because he was like going outside in public, middle of the street, people walking by did not care at all. And yeah. he was just like doing whatever it takes for the sh- a shot where Sergeant Bananas was more so like 
the, the images were like, oh, this is like a movie. Like I love, so I had the two balance of like the technical aspect, which Sergeant Bananas and then the heart, which was like Jerry business. And I was like, yeah, those two were like, now I kind of wanted to be like, if they had a baby, it was me. So I was like, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's really funny. Cause those are like the first two videos I think I saw too. That's awesome. Is cool. uh, the Jerry business one where he's in the middle of the streets. Like he went to New York. Yeah. The yeah. One you're about? yeah. And then the tested one with uh, Adam Savage, mm-hmm. with Sergeant Banana. So those are like the two, two, like one of the first two things that I saw about toy photography. Cause I originally, what happened to me was like, I saw this guy, Andrew white, who's mostly known for long exposure photography he was bringing a miniature figure that looked exactly like him on all, all his long exposure trips cool. and was just taking up pictures of the location with the figure, kind of like the, um, like flat Stanley sort of deal, but it was like a figure that looked like him. That's awesome. And then that's where I got the idea to recreate my life in Lego because he did it with his like minifigure thing. And then when I was like looking that up, that's, the sergeant bananas and then the jerry business video popped up on youtube that's cool i have a quote so when you were doing the everyday uh of you and your husband were you were you using the same same lego to represent both of you guys it was i got one that looked like me and one that looked like him and so what happens is i so i've always been kind of been a photographer for my whole life but i don't like taking pictures of myself Mm-hmm. And I always forget to take pictures like when I'm out with my husband, like with my family I'll always remember because like my mom and my dad are always like the let's let's go take the family photo and like and get my brother and my sister and we're like we have to we have to like take pictures and so like that's a thing with them and then I always I like don't like forcing uh, my husband to be in photos with me. And so when we were dating, it was like, I didn't want to be like, Hey, we take this photo. Like, I don't know. Like, I just wouldn't do that. So then like our first year married, I was like, I let, what am I going to give him for Christmas? And then I decided I was just going to recreate all our dates and like things with the two figures that look like us. So I had done that. That's, and then I gave it to him as a gift for Christmas. So like, that's what I was doing. And then while I was doing that, my sister had like made this joke about, Oh, you should like, uh, do Forrest Gump. But like, instead of Forrest Gump, it should be like you two on the bench, you know? And like, you should do ghosts. And so like, I placed our two figures that look like us in popular films. And that's what started it. That's, that's hella cute. I ain't gonna go front. That's, that's really, did he, did he cry when he got it? I feel like I would have, I would have got emotional. Like, oh my God. He didn't cry, but it was crazy is like, he gave me an actual scrapbook of photos of us inside, (laughs) inside, inside the, like, the, like a big adventure book thing from up. Oh, that's awesome. So like that's what he gave me, and I was like, the irony of that is he actually used real photos. I know it's like we actually take photos of each other. Don't you remember? <laughs> he was like he actually used real photos, and I was like, here I am getting two toys to like well, pretend to be. It's good that it's like that. It's good that they were different because it would have been weird if it, you both just printed out the same exact photos and yeah. just gave each other. That's true. So, so it like. Out. 
Yeah, so I was like, oh, we had the same thought. And then for me, I was like, oh, we're really meant to be with each other. Even though, like, I thought we were, but, like, you know, because we had already gotten married. But it was, like, one of those, like, oh, wow, that synchronicity is just, like, there. Oh, I love how you, okay, you brought up the word. I've been on this hype for a long time, synchronicity. And... I'm big, my whole family, we're big on that kind of stuff. And um, were you always, like, did you always fall into, like, believing synchronicity? Or did something, do you remember something specific that happened and you were, like, synchronicity? Oh, like I've always believed in synchronicity, but then there's also, like, things that have happened where it just cemented the idea that synchronicity is real. Right. If, if that makes like, is that yeah. the same with you or? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Like, you understand the idea, but there's been moments where you're like, "Oh, synchronicity actually exists." Like, yeah, like I always felt like it was there, and then like there was a few times where I'd like tested it, and then it became real, right. and I like I saw it happen, and then I, that's when I knew. That it existed. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. That's so cool. Well, I I wanted to add the, the, the reason why I asked about the one figure thing is mm-hmm. because I've always like wanted to try that of like just shooting with like make it my own character and just shoot that for like a couple months and uh, just put that character in certain scenarios. And I always thought that yeah. like, that's cool. That'd be fun. You should. You should. So that, that's how my page started was just those two. And then I branched out into getting other figures because there were other stories I wanted to tell. Are we talking about just Lego figures or like mm-hmm. are you are just you, Lego figures? Do you branch out to like do you do like McFarlane or any Marvel Legends? I don't. I just have Lego. I have two I don't even know what they are because basically a doctor at the hospital gave them to me. It's a Batman, a Joker, and a Harley Quinn. He is a photo- he's a fellow photographer, but he's an actual he's a doctor now. And he doesn't he was like, I don't have time for my photography anymore. And he does toy feel, photo- toy photography or just photography? No, he does just photography. And okay. he used to do some toy photography, but he's he's mostly photographer. But then he he's a doctor and he's like, I have no time. And I'm like, okay. And then he gifted me his like Batman, his Harley Quinn and his Joker. So aside from like the Legos, I have those, like those three figures, uh, which That's are so awesome. Cool. The, the thing is, is like, because I've been taking Lego for so long, it's so hard for me to get out of the aspect ratio and just like the, the difference in height with the toys yeah. and just making things uh, look realistic or, you know. Right. Yeah. I, I don't even like even posing. Like I feel like you have to, I've seen some people do Lego photography and they get really creative, like yeah, doing like these really articulated poses. And I'm like, how are you doing that with Legos? Like, right. It's crazy. It is. You do crazy stuff though. You do like, <laughs> it, <laughs> you're, in a, I like, like a kind of nothing like, like, like Jason B. Michael or even Scott Blind, like they're, they're posing 
I like it. I'm like, how are you doing this with these toys? Like it's, it's baffling. It baffles me. Like what people do just in general. And then every time, whenever I see something, I'm like, that is so amazing. It's like, sometimes you get, you get jealous because you're like, man, how I wish I could do that. But then you know what? You're doing cool things and I'm doing cool things. And absolutely. Cool things. absolutely. And so at the end of the day, you're just like learning and like getting so much from like so many people like you, you, um, you posted a video on how you use your, like how you use Photoshop. Uh-huh. And like, you also did like a video on like your four steps or create of creativity or what was it? I feel like that was so long ago. I think I know it, well, it was like yeah. one of your first videos. I think yeah. it's like your second video where you're like, you talk yeah, about yeah, yeah. like the steps of creativity. You can go back and watch it. Cause that's, it's good. Okay. But, <laughs> um, but uh, it's just always so interesting where people come up with concepts and ideas and like where, where their ideas come from. Cause you, as you, you say, you're like a cinematographer. Are there like, do you like pull from scenes or movies or different cinematographers? Like, to come up with your, do, does that as like affected the way like you photograph or your style? I'm yeah, I, I'm sure there are some images that are like movie based inspiration, but I think so. I like I, back in the day, I used to dance, so okay. I think I think music more so is what inspires me. And lately, what's the, there's that term where. I'm blanking right now, but when you hear, or it's either when you hear something or smells like sensories, like music just like brings like this, it's like sensory overload. Like I, Mm -hmm. I can even, if I hear a certain song, like it puts me into an exact moment when I was like younger or it just like, I, I genuinely just can feel a lot more when I, when I hear music. So I think music is something that really gets my creative flowing or my creativity to flow. Yeah. But like I said, yeah, there's been some movies that have inspired me. Like, uh, my wife is like all into like Broadway and stuff. So she got me into Broadway. So mm-hmm. like, I'm really excited for West Side Story, the new one to come out. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I saw the trailer and I, I really want to do a West Side Story kind of feel. Yeah. So I guess that, that like, inspire like, it happens, but most of the time it's like for music. Okay. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, it's cool. fun. So we just so happen to be doing like a, for this podcast, we're doing like a challenge with music, um, the TP underscore mixtape. And so I've been listening to music and then like taking photos like that are inspired by music or like I basically I listened back to like a playlist that I made when I was like in high school and then I just started feeling all those feelings that you just the just the feelings that you have and then just like and then just like taking pictures so what 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 would be on your playlist then what's on your playlist in high school uh a lot of blink 182 okay a lot of a lot of green day Taking Back Sunday. Oh, oh, were uh, you a Were you a Jimmy Eat World person? I'm a Jimmy Eat World fan, but okay. like I didn't have too many songs like on my like not in a playlist. I probably okay. had one like the middle. Because I yeah, well, I just I shot a concert not too long ago, and they were like headlining it. That's and so I, cool. I only know the like the middle. The middle. I don't know anything else. I was like, I don't know what's going on. 
So Yeah, like I know them. It's like one of those bands where like I know them, but I also don't know a lot of their songs because it's, it's like yeah. I'm not like a a huge, huge fan. Yeah, I feel like I feel like it's like plain white tees too. Like I only know Hey There Delilah. Yeah. Anything else? I'm like they have other music. And you're like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But then you remember those like feelings. So then yeah, like, yeah. A, like you take a photo or like something that's just like you can see images. Are you it. are you the type though to like? Do you listen to the song and then take the photo, or do you just have it in the background as you're taking the photo? I usually listen to the song like. Or, like, I don't know if it's usually, but what I've been doing is, like, I'll hear something or, like, hear a line from a song. I'll think about the concept or, like, the photo first, and then I'll just set it up. So it's mostly, like, inspired. I'm not playing the music while I'm setting it up. Gotcha. Do you do, do you play music and then come up with other ideas? I usually, <laughs> I'll like, it's I hear the song one day. Yeah, And then I'm like, oh, that song reminded me of this concept. And then I'll just put a podcast on. So it's like completely, okay. opp- it's completely opposite. Do you have like a room specifically for your toy photography? Yeah. So this is like, it's, it's technically me and my wife's office space, but I'm mostly in it. Uh, yeah. uh, what's it called? I may, I set up like a backdrop for her because she, she likes on the side, she'll do like uh commercial work. So she has to do like okay. self ta- self tapes and everything. So we, we constructed a, a very tiny creative space, but it, it's done a lot. Actually it's, it's, we have like our creative wall where we look at it, like look at stuff that inspires us. So that's cool. Yeah. It's been, it's been pretty helpful so far. Do you do similar things to like, is your cinematography style for like your real life business the same, like really similar to like what you do or is it like completely different? Like, I know you said that like, yeah, you either like you wanted to like not be doing something that you do for work. That's the same as like what you do for fun. Right. Oh man. It's, it's what I can say, it's completely different. Like the two are like, yeah, toy photography and my actual like job is like really different. Uh, The essence of creativity still exists. Uh, And ironically, there's certain, there's certain elements from, you know, the real world life that I bring into toy photography and vice versa, like editing style. There's certain things that I've like figured out in Photoshop that I'm like, man, I can I can actually apply this into uh, some of my portrait work as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they're pretty much kind of separate. It's almost like it's like it's like Batman and Bruce Wayne. Okay, kind of thing. Same guy. Yeah. Sometimes same. it's the same. Sometimes it's yeah. not. And there's like there's some t- like I like to keep it kind of separate, so I don't really talk about my business per se. But there's times where I'm like I want to share some stuff. And I think in yeah. the future I will share some stuff, uh, but for right now, I just kind of yeah. separate the two. Yeah, two different things. Do people in your life know that you do toy photography, or is it like one of those like secret, <laughs> uh, secret side hustles? <laughs> <laughs> I want to call it a hustle since I'm not getting paid for anything. So sure, just, sure. Uh, but my wife lets people know. Like, okay. I, I like my close homies, they know that I do it. Yeah. Uh, 
that's the thing. I feel like people, they're not, they just don't know yet. Like, I, I genuinely feel like toy photography will become an art form that's like, it, I think it's big now, quote unquote, but I think it, it could be even bigger. Yeah. And I think pieces like, I can see stuff like hung up on, you know, museum galleries one day. Yeah. Uh, with the stuff that people have been coming up with. But um, I just kind of read the room. Like if I'm just like, if everyone is like to themselves and I, I, I do toy photography and they're like, what the hell? What you talking about? Toy photography. What is that? Yeah. Uh, but my wife, she lets people know and then their responses are always like, oh my God, that's so cool. I would have never guessed. Uh, yeah. But I have gotten some responses that are like, hmm. And it's kind of like, okay, sorry. Yeah. Still playing with toys. Yeah. <laughs> That's, I, yeah all my buddies always give me that they were always, we always crack jokes about that like oh you just play with you make six figures but they ain't six figures or something <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious <laughs> that's really funny <laughs> that's that's a good one that i've yeah. never heard before <laughs> it hurt did it kind of it hurts the it soul hurt? does it does it hurt i'm almost there <laughs> <laughs> yeah like for me, I originally like hadn't been telling people, but then some people at work kind of found out that I do it. And so now like throughout the hospital, there's like a lot of people now that know that I do toy photography right. and a lot of my, before it was just like really only my family and some like really close friends that knew, but then well, I don't know what happened. Yeah. <laughs> I just started talking to people more and then I ended up on the podcast. And so now see, that's what, that's what like, I'm like, like, you know, with COVID going on, it kind of strips it away the easiness yeah. of it, but I've been wanting to do like a meetup. I just want to know what it feels like to be surrounded by people that understand it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, me too. I don't, I haven't experienced that yet. And I'm like, really, I'm, I'm really curious on what that would be like. Yeah. Well, I've only experienced that, like what we're doing now, like the virtual, like virtually yeah. meeting up with um, other toy photographers and talking to them like on Instagram yeah. or like, um, or virtually like through Skype or something, but I've not actually gone out to take like a toy photo with like another toy photographer and I would yeah. love to do that. Same. I think it'd be so cool. I think it'd be really cool. But, yeah. Uh, I was talking to uh, another uh, John, uh, Aesthetic One on Instagram, oh, yeah, okay. mm -hmm. and I was like, if I had the time, I'd love to do like a quick like twenty minute documentary of like toy photographers and just travel and just like take photos, uh, film them in their yeah. element, do like some interviews and like create a yeah. story. Uh, but That'd with be so cool. Yeah, with COVID, it kind of messed up everything. It's a, it's a, it's a dream for another, another year, then, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> for sure, like, d d uh, I probably should have asked this earlier, but like, did you go to film school? Uh, I, I took some film classes and photography classes way back when, okay. uh, but I didn't go to school for film. I okay. went to, I wanted to be a, like a social worker because I like I studied so sociology and I wanted to be, you know, helping out the community and all that jazz. But yeah, uh, yeah I never I never studied 
like I never went, yeah, I didn't go to an art school or anything. And I actually talked to someone about that today because I'm kind of, I always get conflicted with art schools because like sure. I have some buddies that, you know, financially it kind of like hurt them. And it's like, if we're in the similar position, but you have to deal with this burden, it seems so unfair on your half. But yeah. if you're able to afford it, I think it's beautiful. I think it's cool. But yeah, me personally, I never, I never went. Oh, then what um, started your path onto photography? I think I've always like as a kid. I remember being in middle school, like filming short videos with my friends. Okay. And then my grandfather, he started. Uh, he had dementia, and then I became so like, I like. I feel like obsessed is the wrong word, but like I was really intrigued on like reserving memories because mm-hmm. it kind of scared me with like the fact like someone that I love is starting to forget who I am. It's kind of it's kind of crazy to you know think that that could happen to someone. So I think that shifted my perspective from videography to mm-hmm. photography, and it it showed me how to like feel like capture feeling. That was yeah, that's what got me into it. Okay, so just like preserving memories then. Yeah, for the most part. And then eventually like learn learning about toy photography allowed me to like create stuff which was which was pretty cool. It is cool. Uh, yeah. That, I think that's why I continue to do toy photography is the creative aspect like being be, being able to like take a concept or an idea from my, like my head and then bring it out into a photo. Right. It's like, it's like, I'm not a good painter. So this is my way of painting in a sense, you know? Yeah. So it's pretty cool. I'm not a, yeah. Cause I can't draw. (laughs) (laughs) Same. (laughs) Do you, do you write ideas down? Like, do you have like a notebook or are they just like all in your head? Uh, I, I used to have a notebook, uh, but now I just kind of like, it just kind of stays in my head, Mm -hmm. which I'm like thankful for but i should probably start writing down ideas i keep saying that i should get a notebook and then i just don't (laughs) (laughs) i i'm the same too i like i was like the other day i was like i need to get prints like i want to start printing out my photos i've been saying that for the past week and i'm like i'll do it in the morning and i I haven't been doing that so i need to i need to stop talking and actually do something It was like, let's just both start printing because I, I also, know. I keep saying I should do that and then I, I haven't printed. Right. But there's something so tangible about it. Do you, do you have any of your like own prints though? I have one print. Gotcha. And then I have the actual scrapbook, but those are the only photos that I've printed are, is, are the original photos that I took. Gotcha. At the beginning. Yeah, there's nothing better than seeing your actual photo, though, like on a wall. Yeah. It feels so cool. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because then you can see it and imagine it's like hung up on a gallery. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's going to happen. Like, it's going to happen. I know. I-, I swear. I can see it happening. There's so many great photographers and then like people are going more on podcasts and starting more YouTube videos. And so that's a little bit more well known. That's the thing. Yeah. Of the community. Yeah. And that's what, like, going back to what you, like, you even doing this, it's allowing it to, like, 
get the word out and spread it a little bit more. Even if it's a few handful of people, that's like, like it, it only takes that sometimes. Yeah. It really only takes like one person. Right. They say I, it all the time. I forgot who brought it up. I think it was like Richie or I was listening to, I don't know if it was a podcast or an Instagram live, but they were like one way to spread this, you know, spread the word is taking photos that are, um, that fall into that category of like, but he was basically saying like, if you, if you want a great, a greater audience to see something, you need to start taking photos that allow them to see that, if that makes sense. So if you like, if you like shoes, take photos of shoes that are like toy related and maybe the sneaker heads will start seeing it and that infiltrates the sneaker heads. And then, if sure. you're like, if you're a foodie, take photos of Lego eating noodles, and then it infiltrates the foodie section. So it's like, there's ways to like spread spreading what we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, sometimes oh, maybe it's just like tagging a location, which mm-hmm. I don't do, but maybe we should. I should start doing that. Right. <laughs> tagging the location <laughs> with your photo. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> Just be like, uh, here, I'm revealing also, a, and it's like a spot of, of a photography. But really, it's like, I'm never really going to places. I'm usually just at home. Do you like travel with your toys? No. Everything's just right there. For, I used studio. to. Yeah, I used to go outside all the time. Yeah. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm insecure. I, I'm going to be real. At times, I'm like, if I'm if I was at a toy meet and there was like, Four, even people. just four of us. I'm like, I'm chilling. I'm with the homies. But there's something about being by yourself with all this expensive gear. And you're like, yeah, it's kind of feel. Yeah, you kind of just feel a little off. That's just me personally. I used to be a little bit more like afraid to like do the Jerry business thing and go outside and like lie on the street and like um, take photos. But then... I did the 365 and a lot of the photos that I took were outside of the place where I work or like right. within the building, like on my lunch break, I would just like right. go to some corner in the hospital and then like take a photo. And uh, because there's like people around, they would like, kind of see it. And I think because I started doing it at a location that's large enough to have strangers, but small enough where it's like also people I know that has like a little bit more controlled, I started to get a little bit more like not scared right. to to just go and be outside and take take a photo and just do my thing without like like any anybody around. But I also had like a minimal kit. It's not like I'm carrying around like studio lights. It was just like yeah. a camera and maybe like one tiny light is what I was carrying well, yeah. around. Well, that's why like with Jerry business, when I was that video, he was just shooting on his phone. So there, yeah. there is that convenience of just like, I'm done putting in your pocket. Whereas me, I'm the type, if I'm going to film outdoors, I want to bring, I want to have my, my video camera just in case to be like yeah. behind the scenes. And then I want my, it's just like, I, I just do too much sometimes to where like, if I try to do this outdoors, it's just going to be a mess yeah i get it sometimes i'm like i want to make more like i'll want to do bigger setups and then i realize that i just don't yeah 
Yeah. <laughs> or like, I just like, uh, like I've developed this style and then I'm like, it's so hard for me to go outside of it. Why, why do you say that? What, what's the, what's so hard? What's, what's the, ch- is it like a mental thing or actually having like the, the, I think it's, um, I think it's a mental thing. So I don't know. I just uh-huh. like a block. Right. Where I'm like, I just, I was talking to Shelly about, um, taking photos in like high key lighting versus like lower. Mm-hmm. Cause I always take low key photos and I was telling her that I just don't like the way I photograph photos in higher keys. And then for me, I guess it would be like the same thing. It's like a lot of times if I take time to set up something, it just doesn't always turn out like how I want it to. And so, but that's just one of those, like, I just have to get over that and then just keep trying it until, you know, I'm happy or like get over that 10,000 right the ten thousand hours right just do it yeah that's the hard part the brain is the mind is tricky because one day you can be like i feel so confident then the next day it's like nope (laughs) (laughs) Nope. exactly (laughs) yeah yeah i don't i don't know for for you is the way you go about taking your photos kind of similar to the way that you did the job or is it like different like you've developed a different style for example, like the way I would set up lighting or come up with a concept for a toy is like, I would probably think about it a little bit more, a little bit differently than I would come up with like one for like an actual portrait. Oh, so if does like act my actual f- photography. Yeah, like coincide with toy photography, kind of because it's it's so like a lot of the photographers that we have on the podcast are either they just they started they're like toy collectors and then they started taking toy photos, but they and then learned photography as opposed to like coming in knowing like being more knowing photography and then and then just taking what you already know in photography and then like being a toy photographer because you just happen to still be a photographer and then you're taking pictures of toys. So that is like that change how you in your real life, take portraits of real people or how you would set up shot. Like the way does if mm. does that like make sense as a question? Because yeah, like yeah, for yeah. me, yeah. Cause for me, I, I came into toy photography, but I was already like, kind of already a little bit more aware of like photography. Like- right. <laughs> For me, I think what it is, is actually taking the photo from toy photography or real quote unquote, real people yeah. photography sure, sure. is pretty much the same. But what I've learned is my editing. Like I think I talked about earlier is it's what kind of shifted. So the way I edit my portrait photography now is kind of similar to toy photography and it's because of toy photography why I have this kind of new essence of portrait photography, if that makes sense. Yeah. But it's not, it's nothing too drastic. It's like, it's like, okay, now I do highlights a little lower because with my, my portraits before they used to be very bright. Uh, my actual portraits like and i would always shoot at a um 
a lower aperture. So like I'd be like I'd I'd be at one point two. So okay. that everything would yeah. be so milky. But now it's like I kind of lo- I'm now I shoot like at f6 sometimes so that i get more things sharp and that's because with toy photography you want to see like the details and then with portrait photography i used to just do that milky look because it just looks good but now i'm like let's show some details more details and uh so yeah i think i think toy photography kind of shifts clicks something in my head when it comes to the editing portion for sure do you try and get as much stuff in camera before you bring it into Lightroom and Photoshop or hell no. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm the type like, I like I'll do whatever it takes kind of thing. Like if I can't, if I can't do it in photo uh, in real life, I'm just going to do it in Photoshop. Like there's a, there's a photo that I actually did a couple days ago that I forgot to add something to it and i'll i'll show you the photo after this but i forgot to add something to it and i was like i could just retake it and put it in or i can photoshop and put it in so i'll send it to you and i'll I'll ask you what do you think is photoshopped in it okay okay yeah if you send it to me then i'll i'll put it on the when the podcast comes out i'll put it on the okay um, page so people can guess okay okay. (laughs) so people can guess too but but yeah like this is great and it's like running kind of long because i oh yeah we so can... ex- so excited to just have you on <laughs> oh, I, pre- I i appreciate it like i said i being able to get the chance to kind of talk to another toy photographer yeah. toy photographer is always is always nice it is it is yeah it was always nice i just because i've so basically uh, for those of you who've been listening to the podcast, this is like first time I've recorded the podcast without Shelly, and also like as the interviewer person, and I just don't know what I'm doing. So, I'm... hey, Sabrina killed it. I would have never known. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just like, but yeah, I just thank you for coming on. Like, thank you for sharing so much about like yourself like personal you you got very personal but then also like the creative side of you like the creative chip of chris perry and um for people who don't know who you are um you know where where can they find you on social media uh the creative chip pretty much if you just type that in youtube type talk tiktok TikTok. Instagram, Instagram, you'll you'll find me there somewhere. Is there, yeah, yeah. So find Chris, the Creative Chip, on YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. Um, yeah, he's got twenty eight YouTube or no wait, yeah, he's got twenty eight YouTube videos. Like, Do I really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, yeah, yeah you have twenty eight YouTube videos, like eighty something TikToks. Do I really? Yeah, you've got this. So stats for Chris: twenty-eight YouTube videos, eighty-eight TikToks, four hundred and eleven Instagram posts, uh, thirty-seven Reels, and twenty-three IG. I feel like a, I feel TV like a videos. I feel like a baseball player. Yeah, those I'll are say. the <laughs> those are the stats. Those are the stats. Um, but yeah, check out his page because he's awesome. 
and he's got the most ridiculous cold openings for YouTube toy photography videos out there. Well, check out Sabrina, too. She did a great job, everyone. <laughs> How long have you been doing toy photography? Like two years? Uh, Yeah, two years. Okay. 2019. Do you have any like goals with it? Uh, I want to do a meetup, and I want to do an art gallery. That's it. I don't... Anything else is a bonus. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing, nothing too crazy. All right. Thanks for being on. This has been the Toy Photographers Podcast with the Creative Chip. Um, Chris, thank you guys for listening. Um, you can catch us on Instagram toy, or toyphotographers.com. And the best place to reach us is on MeWe. So thanks, everyone. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you want more episodes or articles about toy photography, visit us at toyphotographers.com. The best way to connect with us on social media is on MeWe. Search for toyphotographers.com or find the link in the show notes. If MeWe's not your thing, visit us at Facebook, Toy Photographers, or on Twitter, at Toy Photo Blog, or on Instagram, at underscore toy photographers underscore. Thanks again for listening. 